on 107, Michael and Maddie. It's Tuesday morning, January 23rd, 2024. John Hancock was born up in Braintree on this date, 1737. He was the first person to sign the Declaration of Independence. And rumor has it he signed it nice and big so King George could read it. He was later Massachusetts governor. Tiffany Thiessen from Saved by the Bell. She was also the bad girl on Beverly Hills 90210. She is the big 5-0 today. Mariska Hagerty from Law & Order SVU. She is 56 today. Sully Sullenberger has a birthday today. He was the pilot for the Miracle on the Hudson. He's 73 years old today. Former Tonight Show host Johnny Carson passed away on this date in 2005. Johnny was 79 years old. Ten years ago, Katy Perry and Juicy J had the number one song here at Fun 107. Dark Horse, number one for five weeks in 2014. And four years ago, China said the whole city of Wuhan was shutting down. No outbound flights, no trains. The World Health Organization saying coronavirus was not some clouds as the day goes on. Bringing your taste of Hollywood right here to the South Coast. And we are here for it. We're spilling the tea with Maddie's entertainment update on the Michael and Maddie Show. Oh, L. King, what are you doing? Her name might be L. King, but her dad is Rob Schneider. You probably know that name. The Grand Ole Opry has apologized on social media after a controversial performance from L. King where she said... Uh, a lot of things. Basically, she uh, drank a little too much before her performance. She was part of a uh, show to honor Dolly's 78th birthday. And uh, it didn't really go to plan. She kind of forgot the words. She was slurring. And uh, she had a potty mouth. It was like, it was just an all around train wreck. She was so gone trying to like pull off this song and she kept swearing. According to this TikToker who put it online, she was swearing nonstop. And this is one of those venues where like you bring your kids, you bring the whole family, you know, so it was not a good look. It's like swearing in church. Exactly. The venue actually shut the curtain on her. No they, way. Yeah. They, really? They, they, they basically gave her the hook and 
put the pulled the curtain over wow. her. Um, she has not commented on the incident just yet, but the Grand Ole Opry was basically forced to apologize and uh, said, we deeply regret and apologize for the language that was used during last night's second Opry performance. Um, other people calling it heartbreaking, offensive. I mean, honestly, I think it's just heartbreaking. I didn't even know she was a country star. We played one of her songs years ago. Yeah. X's and O's. I'm just confused why she has a twang and your dad's Rob Schneider. Well, that's... I was just going to say that. Like, I don't know how... I'm just going to say, like, I don't know how... Thank God we escaped you from the country thing. I don't know how you dealt with that. <laughs> Honest to God, how annoying is that? I mean, I'm all right with it. <laughs> but I just, maybe her mom has a twang. I don't know. No, you never had a twang, L. King, when I we know. played you on Fun Run Seven. There was no twang. She's got a lot of work to do, I think. So it looks like Taylor Swift is dealing with another stalker. But this one's really, really weird. He was caught outside a New York City apartment on Monday just two days after being arrested while trying to break into her home. So this guy is relentless. Uh, the New York Police Department saying that an arrest was made after members of the community in indicated there was a person of concern. Uh, his identity yet to be revealed. It seems like his initial arrest on Saturday wasn't enough to scare him off as an eyewitness says that he was seen back at Swift's residence just a few hours after he was apprehended. By Monday, the alleged stalker was seen hanging around her place yet again at around 3 p.m. Okay, no shame. Um, but police didn't take him into custody, custody until about 6. A second eyewitness saying that Swift's security team allegedly asked police to arrest him away from the building. Um, NYPD saying that charges are still pending. And I guess Taylor Swift has not responded yet, but they uh, released photos of this guy. Ugh. I I mean it's I don't like want to be I don't want to be rude, but like I mean all right, you're a stalker. I'm gonna be rude. Ugh, he is in rough shape. It's like somebody drew Post Malone from memory, and like that's what he looks it's like. It's the AI version of Post it's Malone. It's the AI version of Post Malone, and is not. Oh God, it's like you it's look gruesome. at you look at the guy, and you're like, yeah, you're a stalker. Yeah, he what? looks like he smells like cheese. What I don't understand is like, what's the plan? Like what? Yeah. What is like the end game here? Like, no, no pun intended. But like, what is he I hoping mean, to accomplish? Like, like, are we going to be boyfriend girlfriend? Like, like I mean, you got to remember, like stalkers are delusional. Like they're not mentally sound. You know, so in their mind, who knows what's going on? Yeah. You know, it's it's scary to think about because maybe you know he wants to do something really terrible, or maybe he just wants to be friends with her. Who knows? But. If you're a stalker, you're not exactly, what's the word here? Stable? Yeah, <laughs> you're, right. you're not stable. Uh, but thank goodness she wasn't home because she was busy cheering on her boyfriend. So she wasn't even home. Thank goodness. Um, yeah. I mean, that's scary. I can't even imagine having You know what's scary? Imagine, I would not want to make Travis Kelsey mad at me. Yeah. That's scary. I mean, or I wouldn't, wouldn't want to make Taylor Swift mad at me. Do you realize the power that woman has? <laughs> like, she could make you disappear, I feel like. Like, she, she's got, like, CIA hookups, I feel like. <laughs> I don't even know. Oscar nominations are out this morning, and you can expect to hear a couple of films' names get called a lot. I mean, it is the year of Oppenheimer and Barbie, after all. We'll probably hear Oppenheimer more than a few times. Uh, this morning when the nominations are announced at 
Oppenheimer expected to be among the leading nominees, and it's a lock for Best Picture, Director, probably a couple of acting categories, and technical categories as well. I'm sure we'll hear Barbie quite a few times. Uh, but some people think that the Film Academy might not take it as seriously in categories like directing and or screenplay. So that's unfortunate. But we'll also probably see Poor Things, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, um, you know, all of the ones that we've been talking about all year long. What, what, if, what if the holdovers get comedy of the year? How are you going to handle comedy? that? If it gets comedy? Well, I don't know if that's... Is that even a thing? Oh, I, I have no idea. I don't, I don't watch know. the Oscars, so... I don't know. I would not be... I mean, I just don't get the holdovers even being considered as a comedy like the one for Golden Globes. I don't get it. I got to watch this movie. I got to watch it. I want to say, by the way, and, and we're going to find out right after 8.30, but, you know, who got what, but or as far as nominations. But if you haven't seen yet The Boys in the Boat... Quality film, honestly. Really, really good sports movie. I'm a sucker oh, for a good sports movie. Oh, yeah. And it's a rowing movie. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, but it's and really... I'm out. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's excellent. And, it, and it's set back, uh, you know, back in time, like in the, in the 40s 50s, or something. 40s, 50s, yeah. So it, it's like, I'm, you know, I like history and stuff. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I'm, I'm Boys trying, I'm trying to see uh, Poor Things. That's the new Emma Stone movie. Oh, it's good, too. It looks fantastic. So that's well, we'll definitely on my list. Right after 8.30, what's what? More entertainment news on the Fun 107 app. Really so it's a much warmer morning out there than it has been. So there's the good news. That's uh, the only good news. I know. I saw that, that press conference last night. I'm like, we had to do a wellness check on Maddie to make sure she was okay. Oh, my God. I'm just like... What is happening? All right, so so tell everybody about this this press conference that, that happened last night. So basically, um, we got a little update that, honestly, Rhode Islanders and Massachusetts are not going to be digging. Um, so we got a grim update on the Washington Bridge when the Dot director, Peter Alviti, and the governor, Dan McKee, they spoke to news outlets yesterday afternoon. And basically, Alviti outlined three potential options that could happen with this bridge, um, saying that they have several consultants assessing the condition. Um, and basically, whatever the consultants say, once they convene and figure it out, that's going to tell us the scope of the work that has to be done. Okay. So it's either going to be repairing the existing structure. Okay, which was the plan the whole which time. Which was pl the plan the whole time. And would that still be the three months total if that was the route they I went? I am not sure about that. They didn't even go there. Okay. Uh, reconstruction of various components or a complete rebuild. So that means demolishing the Washington Bridge and completely rebuilding it. And if that happens, I'm going to lose my mind because without that bridge. So I, I'm a Rhode Island to mass commuter and I am joined by many people, I'm sure. To get to the South Coast, you got to take the Washington Bridge. So if that's gone, that leaves me with a detour that the rest of the world is going to be taking. <laughs> or I can go all the way around to Newport. But either way, we're looking at an hour to three hours commute. Well, wait. So why? I would imagine I'm not. I'm no construction guy. You're no engineer. I, why? Why? I would imagine they're going to knock one side of it down first, rebuild it, 
then knock the other side down, rebuild it. That's so would, not what they made it sound like. Why would they not do that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, if it's one if it's one bridge, you can't just knock down a side of a bridge. That's, I don't know. So, like, you don't think they could knock down this westbound side? The, the one that's already closed now anyway. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But Demo either way. And then rebuild that and then, then do the same thing on the other side. I, I don't know the logistics of that part. All I know is that my blood pressure is going to <laughs> hit a breaking point because currently my commute I would say my commute home is much worse. We're we're morning people, so my my morning commute home is really people's morning commute going in, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my what was thirty five to forty five minute commute is now about an hour, an hour fifteen commute, depending. But that first day when the Washington Bridge was totally closed off, it was a three hour commute. So I'm just like losing my mind about how this could like what does this mean for us because if if they're actually demolishing this bridge i'm working from home did they even go there with how long it would take to rebuild the entire thing did they, they didn't even, even go there because go there? because we're basically waiting to see what the assessors say because when they come back with their information then that's going to tell us the scope of the project what we can get done i'm sure if they don't have to demolish it they're not going to i well no. So now here's where I disagree with you. I think that, I mean, of course, if they don't have to, they won't. But I think this whole thing is the mental preparation for the public that this is coming. Well, this is the way they I, break news. They, 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 they give you three options yeah, and one of them's true. No, they, they just plant the seed that this could be a possibility. And then it is a possibility. They don't want to come out and just say like. I guess. I don't know. But they made it very clear that we really don't know yet until. The fu- until the official evaluation has happened. Okay. Listen, if this happens, I, I'm working from home. There's no other option. It's going to take me four hours to get here. I can't, honestly, I'm I, like, I oh. cannot imagine a scenario, Maddie, where they destroy both the incoming, but, okay, ingoing, and outgoing. Don't. Even if they then don't. It would be the same as what it is right now. It would be the same. If they, if they knock this down. You're downplaying it, man. You're down. I'm not downplaying Oof. it at all. I'm just saying it's going to be the same as it is today if they end up I doing just, it this way. I think Rhode Islanders and Massachusetts drivers who deal with this bridge on a daily basis are reaching our breaking point for sure. For many reasons, because this could have been avoided. One, I think, is like the big uh, message that I keep seeing online. Um, and two, it's just it's just super stressful. Well, the big beef is if it does go this way, it's going to take way longer than three months. Oh, I'm sure. You know what I mean? So that obviously, like, that's yeah. that's where, where the real, you know. Yeah. Yeah, people are losing their minds. I think there's only one solution, Maddie. I think you just got to move to Massachusetts. Oh, here we go. Yeah, come here on over. Here we go. Come on over, neighbor. Why not? What's wrong with Massachusetts? Because <laughs> you're going to be selling a house in New Bedford, too. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can have it if you want. Fun one of oh. Fun Sam and Michael and Maddie. So I've got a friend of mine who's a diehard Buffalo Bills fan, and he is just not over it yet. Like, <laughs> it reminds me a lot of your your husband Ross, who's the Cowboys fan, who just can't get past the fact that this, you know, the dream didn't happen. Yeah, he'll never get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Another year wasted. Yeah. Right. Um, so I saw this video. I shared this video with with him about because the Buffalo Bills 
It's kind of a weird name for a football team. If you really like, I've never thought about it. I guess, yeah. If you really think of some of these names for teams. It's a little like what's the other one? The Columbus Blue Jackets, oh, the yeah. hockey team. Oh, look out! Here they come. <laughs> like what an intimidating <laughs> name. Oh, here they come with their Blue Jackets. Oh, wow. Um, so this was on uh, TikTok. This guy talking about the Buffalo Bills name. All right, guess what, guys? We made a football team. We're calling it the Buffalo Bills. Oh, that is very cool. What's our mascot going to be? Who, Bill? Who's Bill? No, the mascot's a Buffalo. But, but you said we're the Bills. Yeah, the logo is Buffalo. Right, and we're in Buffalo. But we're the Bills, you said. Right. Well, why don't we just be the Buffaloes? Well, then we'd be the Buffalo Buffaloes. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's a little too much Buffalo. That's a lot. Oh, you can never have too much Buffalo. It's just Buffalo Buffaloes. Right, we're the Buffalo Bills. Okay, we're named after Buffalo Bill Cody. He's a legendary bison hunter. Wait, so we're naming our mascot after a guy that used to kill our mascot? Technically, yes. Maybe but, there's a guy that kills dolphins. That, that makes more sense. That's illegal. So, all right, why can't we just have Bill be the mascot? The Bill guy? Just let him do it. It's already been decided, okay? We're the Buffalo Bills from Buffalo. Our mascot is also a buffalo named Bill. Okay, clears it up. All right, what about the costume mascot? Yeah, same. He's Bill. What if we call him Billy? You know, it's a little more kid-friendly. Okay, sure. Okay, but how about full name William Buffalo, but he goes <laughs> by Bill socially? Socially. socially. All right, what, what? That's great. It goes by Bill socially. <laughs> I like that. 651. Into the Charter Tavern newsroom we go, and Phil Devin has a look at this morning's headlines. A Lakeville driver in the courtroom Monday answering to charges of motor vehicle homicide and driving under the influence. 73-year-old David DiLorenzo's attorney says he told police he was adjusting his boots when he lost control of his car. Prosecutors say he was driving fast, swerved into oncoming traffic, and hit a mailbox prior to the Friday night crash. 75-year-old Richard Reed of Lakeville was killed. DiLorenzo was put on home confinement. Not the best news for Rhode Island commuters. The westbound side of the Washington Bridge may need to be demolished and replaced, according to the head of Rhode Island's Department of Transportation. Peter Alvedi said on Monday engineers are still making a close study of the bridge's structure. The span connecting Providence and East Providence on I-195 closed in December out of an abundance of caution due to structural issues. Governor Moore Healy dropping a proposal that would have allowed local officials to decide on the number of liquor licenses issued. Currently, state lawmakers set the number of liquor licenses allowed in each city and town. Healy had planned to include the local option as part of a larger bill of municipal changes she'll submit soon. A spokesperson for the governor says she still supports the concept, but the administration needs more time to make sure language is correct. Donald Trump spoke in New Hampshire Sunday night ahead of today's primary. Would he ever consider a rally in the traditionally Democrat-leaning Massachusetts? There's a chance. I I can't commit to anything, and and I'm certainly going to do everything I can to try to make that happen. That's Tom Hodgson, chairman of Trump's Massachusetts campaign on WBSM Monday. The former Bristol County Sheriff was with the former president in New Hampshire over the weekend. He says Mass may not be a Republican state, but those are the places Trump likes to go. The Worcester Art Museum is accused of holding on to a 13th century stained glass window that was stolen in France. The stained glass was reportedly taken from a cathedral in northern France in the early 1900s. The stained glass panels had been replaced in the cathedral in the late 1800s and were later stolen from a storage area. A collector bought the window in 1918 and it later ended up at the museum. Authorities in France believe it should be returned. And the 96th Annual Academy Awards are almost here. Fans will find out this morning if their favorite movie is nominated. Nominations roll out around 8.30 a.m. The Oscars will be handed out March 10th on ABC. In sports, the Boston Bruins beat the Winnipeg Jets 4-1 last night. Next up, a game with the Carolina Hurricanes on Wednesday. 
And the Boston Celtics beat the Dallas Mavericks 119-110. to They play the Miami Heat on Thursday night. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun. One of is Teddy Swims. And that's love him. Really getting big. Lose control. You heard it first here on Fun 107. It is uh, Michael and Maddie going to be kind of a cloudy day today. Warmer than it has been, thankfully. Going to get up into the 40s again today. All right, I've been dying to get this off my chest, but we got to talk chopped cheese, my friends. All right, let's do it. Chopped cheese. Chopped cheese. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you clearly haven't been on Facebook for the last 24 to 48 hours. And I guess I haven't been on. But I have. <laughs> I have been on. I haven't seen anything. Have you seen any leak through of anything with the status saying chopped cheese this or Wait a photo? Minute. Actually, yeah, actually one guy... Did mention something about chopped cheese. That is true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Man, there is a chopped cheese war going down on the South Coast, okay, that has no business even being a war in the first place. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the very short story of how this all happened. One particular restaurant claimed that they were the original, okay, okay. Th- which... Let's be honest for a second. New York started all this. Can you, all right. Real quick, what is a chopped cheese? A chopped cheese is, uh, I call it a cheeseburger and a hoagie roll. So you take, take a cheeseburger and all the fixings, oh. chop it up, and then put it in like... So it's like a steak and cheese. It looks like a steak and but cheese. But only with hamburger. With hamburger. And you can do it with chicken. That's, I guess, the Aki way or whatever. And then you can add frozen things to it. So like you can add mozzarella sticks, you can add onion rings, you can add whatever you like to okay. it. Okay. People are taking some Portuguese uh, routes, you know, putting a little Portuguese flair in it. Restaurants across the South Coast, which by the way, good luck trying to, if you're, if you're looking to go out to eat and you don't know what you want to eat, good luck. You know what I'm saying? Because there's just so much around here. It, for example, like one restaurant will have shrimp Mozambique and guess what? Another restaurant will probably have shrimp Mozambique. The same thing is going with these chopped cheeses. One has chopped cheese. Guess what? Eight, nine, and even ten more have chopped cheese. What? So it's a trendy new dish. So it's, it's yes. kind of like, remember, like, I, I don't think I ever heard of fish tacos before, like, seven or eight years ago. Really? And then, then all of a sudden, everybody had fish tacos. Huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's is it one of those kinds of things? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of another, like, See, trendy. See, I don't know. I, I feel like it's just, it took a while to get to the South Coast. I, I Maybe, th- yeah, sure. You know, yeah. like... And now it's like one person did it, so now another person's doing it. And now you got the first person that did it being like, well, I did it first. And then the second person's like, well, I'm doing it better. No, I think it was first in the South Coast. In the the area, yeah. Well, who cares? If anything, good. Good for you. That's great. It really is. If anything, you should be uh, not honored, but like... um, Proud. Yeah, proud that other people are, you know, following in your footsteps. So is the argument that if if I'm the first person in the South Coast to bring an item to my restaurant, like... Fish tacos. Okay. That I should be the only one to be able to serve fish tacos? Is that what we're saying? It kind of went down that path for a while. That's, that's silly. ridiculous. And then it turned into mine's better than yours. Listen, well, that's fine. All right. I well, mean, mine's better than yours yeah, is fine. that's healthy competition right there. It is. It got heated real quick, <laughs> real fast. <That's> stupid. <laughs> and, and at the end of the day, yesterday, I, w- I was rounding up everybody like cattle. And I'm like, listen, everybody. I'm sure that your chopped cheese is... Uh, it's delicious, okay? Yeah, I'll go down and I'll try all of them. Bet, right? And at the end of the day, they're like, well, what if we just had like a chopped cheese competition? Go for it. Be my guest. What is it going to, at the end of the day, I mean, the exposure is great if that's what they were trying to get that, you know what I mean? 
But at the end of the day, like, support each other. We're all small businesses around so here. So which restaurant is claiming that they're the first chopped cheese restaurant? In this area? <sighs> all right. We're going to put this out there. All right. So Charlie's Hot Dogs were the first to put it out there. They were the first? They claimed to be. They claimed to be. But then Izzy's came on board and said, no, we are. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then that's when restaurants were popping up left and right that I didn't even know had these points. There were restaurants I didn't even know existed. You know what's hilarious? Nobody cares who was first. Yeah. Who had the best they one? They only care who has the best one. Seriously. Yeah. So who has the best one? That's the argument I want to see. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. I feel like we we should. Do you like chopped cheese? I've never had it. Have you, Maddie? I have not. I haven't either. I've never had a chopped cheese before. If it's anything like a burger and a hoagie roll, yeah, I, I mean, that sounds pretty good, right? I know that you don't like too much of the the extra stuff. Like, you, you probably don't like, what, mozzarella sticks No, on no, it. I think that'd be you fun. You think so? Yeah. yeah. I'd, no. I'd be willing to try that. But I think Maddie nailed it. Like, no one cares if you're the first. Who's no. the best? Exactly. Yeah. And I don't think anybody, if you're the first one to bring a, an item, like a food item here to the South Coast, that does not give you, like, the, the ability to shut others out. Right. Like, exactly. What are you talking like, about? Like, imagine if Turks was the only place serving sushi. <laughs> oh, man. You know? That, like, that's come pretty on. solid. Like, that's pretty let's solid. Let's be real here. I think the, uh, the other, the last thing I'm going to say to take away is let's use Turks for example. Okay. Let's bring them in the mix. They're closed down anyway right now. Right. So, say Turks has a special roll that they made. Let's call it the, the spicy dragon roll. Yeah. And then another restaurant did a spicy dragon roll. Okay, there was beef there too, so it's not one thing that you know. One restaurant is carrying chopped cheese, the other one was carrying chopped cheese, but was doing the exact same thing. Well, Again, I think the problem cares? is, is like, okay, if you if you're an establishment with a homemade recipe, okay, and you created something that nobody else has, and then you see your competitor doing that, that's annoying. And then that that would bother me, but to but this is like a staple. Like this is like you might as well call this a cheeseburger. Like you can't own a cheeseburger. <laughs> like it's just like come on. And it may be, but new. you can own the special sauce on the cheeseburger. You know, so yeah, and I it, see that it may be new, but it's trendy here. You know what I mean? I, I'm, sorry, it may be trendy here, but it's not. It's been around forever, Harlem. Bronx, every bodega there is in uh, in New York was the first, the OG to have this chopped cheese. You know what also doesn't help the situation around here is that the, the chefs at these restaurants bounce around place to place. Yeah. And they yeah, like to and bring take their, their recipe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so listen, at the end of the day, can we just, let's just, let's sit down, break bread and eat chopped cheese. That's all I'm trying to this say. Is, all this is is just a way for Gazelle to get them to sit in <laughs> chopped cheese. This is a big ski. It's Michael and Maddie. Sun trying to come out out there, but it's not looking like it's going to win this battle. It's going to be a cloudy day for most of today and highs up near 40. So fun fact about myself, I have always wanted to hold a Guinness World Record. I've never been record-breaking enough, though. <laughs> like, I don't do anything that cool. Um, but I used to love the books as a kid. Remember, like, the I book fairs? I love those books. Yeah. Remember the book fairs? The yes. Scholastic book fairs? I would always, always pick up the world record book. Like, it was just, like, the coolest book to me. I would always try to get a poster. Oh, you were that kid. Yeah. You were that kid. Well, um, there's an online magazine 
that decided to compile a list of not necessarily the most incredible world records, but the most weirdest. Yeah, that's my favorite. So the weirdest world records um, for each state. So obviously, I immediately go to Massachusetts and Rhode Island, and they do not disappoint. So the question remember, is, are they beatable? Can you I do it? I think they are. I think they are. Well, Massachusetts, yes. Rhode Island, I don't think it's very beatable. Okay. I'll start with Rhode Island. So any guesses on what could potentially be the weirdest we got? The weirdest? I mean, this is this might be hard to guess. record because, in yeah. Rhode Island? Is How many anything? chestnuts you can roast in an hour? I don't know. Anything to do with Italian not. food? No, it has nothing to do with food. Which I thought was interesting. Um, so a team known as the Rhode Island Sewing Network <laughs> teamed up. It's my wife. With the nonprofit Project Undercover to create a sock in 2011. <laughs> Listen to how big this sock is. Okay, try to wrap your head around this. 32 feet by 7 inches tall. Wow. 22 feet by 22 feet 8 inches wide. 8 feet 2 inches thick. That's a big Sock. What are you going to do with that? Congratulations, Rhode Island. You're the proud owners of the world's largest Home sock. Of the biggest sock. Did that get tourists? I mean, I'm wondering where this sock is. Yeah. I didn't even know this existed. This was a record that was made in 2011. That should be in the Children's Museum. This in, should be in, in the Providence. Or like any museum, for real. So, Massachusetts, very fitting. I think it's very fitting for Massachusetts. Fenway Franks. They have the weirdest record for the most tea bags thrown into mugs in 30 seconds. <laughs> Are we putting like beer pong here? Like, what are you talking about? You're throwing tea bags into a mug. So and for a, 30 seconds, you're trying to get in as many as you can. So it's a tea party. Dan Douglas of Jefferson threw 13 tea bags in April of 2022. That does seem beatable. It seems beatable, right? So 13. But then you got to consider okay, how far away is he from the mug? What kind of mug? You know? Huh. But I think a little practice. I kind of want to try and beat that. Oh, you know what this sounds like, Michael? This sounds like a, a contest. It does. <laughs> Remember the frying pan? Oh, yeah. How, how far can you toss a frying pan? Sounds easy. Well, it's, it's a not. little awkward. Yeah, I could see Very that being awkward. something awkward to throw. I seem to remember. Don't. No. I seem to remember <sighs> me winning that. Okay, here we go. It, the handle toss. broke. This, it's not my fault. And I almost took out somebody's car. So I, I'm sorry. You cheated. Some of these other states, though, the, their weirdest thing is pretty funny. I like them a lot. You, there's the that You can see the video of each state on the Fun 107 app. Um, Connecticut holds the world record for the largest collection of hair from historical figures. Gross. That is disgusting. It really is. Stinky. Although who? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, it, Ew, Michael, that doesn't matter. Any presidents? No, it doesn't matter who. That doesn't make it any better. Ronald Reagan. He's like, well, if it's Ronald Reagan's toupee, <laughs> that's all right. It is 827. And a 90-second news update with Phil. A Lakeville driver in the courtroom Monday answering to charges of motor vehicle homicide and driving under the influence. 73-year-old David DiLorenzo's attorney says he told police he was adjusting his boots when he lost control of his car. Prosecutors say he was driving fast, swerved into oncoming traffic, and hit a mailbox prior to the Friday night crash. 75-year-old Richard Reed of Lakeville was killed. DiLorenzo was put on home confinement. Not the best news for Rhode Island commuters. The westbound side of the Washington Bridge... 
may need to be demolished and replaced, according to the head of Rhode Island's Department of Transportation. Peter Alvini said on Monday engineers are still making a close study of the bridge's structure. The span connecting Providence and East Providence on I-195 closed in December out of an abundance of caution due to structural issues. Governor Moore Healy dropping a proposal that would have allowed local officials to decide on the number of liquor licenses issued. Currently, state lawmakers set the number of liquor licenses allowed in each city and town. Healy had planned to include the local option as part of a larger bill of municipal changes she'll submit soon. A spokesperson for the governor says she still supports the concept, but the administration needs more time to make sure language is correct. Donald Trump spoke in New Hampshire Sunday night ahead of today's primary. Would he ever consider a rally in the traditionally Democrat-leaning Massachusetts? There's a chance. I I can't commit to anything, and and I'm certainly going to do everything I can to try to make that happen. That's Tom Hodgson, chairman of Trump's Massachusetts campaign on WBSM Monday. The former Bristol County Sheriff was with the former president in New Hampshire over the weekend. He says Mass may not be a Republican state, but those are the places Trump likes to go. The Worcester Art Museum is accused of holding on to a 13th century stained glass window that was stolen in France. The stained glass was reportedly taken from a cathedral in northern France in the early 1900s. The stained glass panels had been replaced in the cathedral in the late 1800s and were later stolen from a storage area. A collector bought the window in 1918 and it later ended up at the museum. Authorities in France believe it should be returned. And the 96th Annual Academy Awards are almost here. Fans will find out this morning if their favorite movie is nominated. Nominations roll out around 8.30 a.m. The Oscars will be handed out March 10th on ABC. In sports, the Boston Bruins beat the Winnipeg Jets 4-1 last night. Next up, a game with the Carolina Hurricanes on Wednesday. And the Boston Celtics beat the Dallas Mavericks 119-110. They play the Miami Heat on Thursday night. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Which is brought to you by South Coast McDonald's, and it's brought to you by First Citizens Federal Credit Union. We want to introduce you to 11-year-old Max today. Really great kid. He's got a lot of energy. He goes to a collaborative school. It has special education support that helps him uh, at school. Um, doing well there, making a lot of progress at school. And we spoke with his counselor to find out a little bit more about 11-year-old Max. Max is very resilient. He is kind. He is friendly. He is helpful. And he is very energetic and active. So he is a very active child, so he enjoys especially activities that involve a lot of movement and outdoor activities such as playing sports like football and basketball, as well as playing outside with peers and going bike riding. He's also really helpful towards his peers as well, Um, and he is very empathic. Max would really benefit from a family that is open, that is nurturing, that is consistent. Um, He would really benefit from a home environment where he can express himself openly, as well as build his self-confidence and, uh, you know, help better develop his identity as well. Any family would be lucky to have. And if you want to find out more about Max and how you could possibly adopt Max, you can go to fun107.com and read more about him there. And it's Tuesday's Child brought to you by South Coast McDonald's. 
And first, Citizens Federal Credit I Sleep app. And you're asking me, like, what do I eat before di- uh, going to bed? Yeah. So uh, I paid attention to that last night. And once again, I'm on this really bad kick. I go on my, my habits. You know me with my eating. So every night for the past, like, two weeks, every night after dinner, I will just shamelessly sit down by myself and have an Apple Jacks bonanza. <laughs> and just uh, eating Apple Jacks like crazy. And so last night I had, according to my sleep app, zero minutes of deep sleep. So it's got to be the Apple Jacks. Are you oh, having weird dreams? Always. I always have weird okay, dreams. Okay, so here's something interesting. Um, you know Casper, the mattress? Casper mattress? Yes. They came out with a study. Foods that may give you weird dreams. And at the top of the list is sugar, sweets, and candy. That is mm. Apple Jacks. <laughs> Cheese, pasta, meat, spicy foods, pickles, and milk are also on that list. Cheese is a big thing for me at night. See, I'm. where's the chocolate? I think chocolate should be the on candy. the candy. Uh, sugar at the beginning. Chocolate. Nope. Chocolate has its own. Um, yeah. 6.3% of people that participated in the survey had nightmares after chocolate. <laughs> I, I would be one of them. When, whenever loving, I have chocolate, I have weird dreams. It's a small price to pay for the Apple Jacks. It really is. How many bowls are we talking now? So here's the problem and with how Apple big's the bowl? Let me explain to you right now. It's a normal-sized bowl. Okay. And I, I pour it, and I do a lot of milk. And then you get to the end of the bowl, and there's leftover milk. Yeah. So you pour a little more cereal in. And then, but you, then you put a little too much. So you got to put more milk in. Same thing happens. I'm with and you. And then you're on like the third bowl. And you're like, I don't care what happens. Yeah. At the end of this, it's over. <laughs> and then that's me with that's cinnamon it. toast crunch. Mm. Well, I was going to ask you guys, what if? So would that be like if you could pick one cereal and like magically make it like if, if there was all the cereal was good for you, <laughs> what cereal would just go crazy on? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Easily. Crunch. CT Crunch all day. You're not going to like mine. I eat Cheerios. That's my favorite. Boring. I, I know, but that's what I'm saying is so I don't win in this game. out of all of the cereals. Frosted Cheerios, sure. All right, I'll, I'll go and I'll indulge, and I think I'm, I'm Team Maddie with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's but, either Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Frosted Flakes. Yeah. But, man, I can go. I can have some Cheerios. Ask me what about, about my cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Just food in general. If you could make one food Ooh. magically good for you, like actually good for you, okay, like the more you eat saying. it, like the better you're going to be. <laughs> what would it be? <laughs> Chopped cheese sandwich. <laughs> Don't even go there. I was, my first instinct was pizza. Ooh, that's a good one. And then my second instinct was bagels with cream cheese. Mm. Because if you've ever had a high quality gourmet bagel with chive cream cheese, mm. oh my God. <laughs> If that made me healthy, game over. Chicken wings. Like like the, the fried ones, obviously. Sure. You know? I'm going ice cream. Can yeah. you imagine if ice cream was good for you? Oh my God, my husband would be in heaven. I see here's the thing. How far away are we from that? We can't be uh, that far away. Michael, we're pretty far away. You think? I mean, you we're, can't we're, just make something healthy without pumping it with a bunch of stuff. If we live fifty more years, do you think we'd see that? We're no, t- come on, we're, nice try. What? No I'm way. Convinced that we're not that far away no from making any way. food healthy for you. No way. Well, I guess what is your definition of healthy? Because my definition of healthy is not 
preservatives no, and random so, random ingredients. So whatever you would get chemicals. From, from vegetables, like legit vegetables, they'd be able to somehow insert it into an ice cream no recipe. Way. And it is suddenly like a superfood. No way. I'm telling Super you, we're, we're less than. It ain't happening. I'm that. telling you right now. Because you can't, you can't get rid of cream or, or milk in general. That the dairy is the, you know, the problem of the situation, and that's just for like plain Jane vanilla. Now you start adding chocolate to it. Okay, sugar. But the, don't you think seriously, serious conversation? Don't you think we're less than fifty years away from you could take a pill? And get all the nutrients you need for the the entire well, day. Well, okay, we're we're kind of there with pills, but I do not see a day where you take something like ice cream and it becomes but the equivalent of broccoli. Like what that's if just the pill not going to happen. Neutralize the bad, kept the good. I'm, I'm telling you, we're going to be able to take medicine mm. and have it be the perfect like. Yes. Everything. The answer nutrition. Is yes. Yeah. In, in the next 50 years, medicine-wise, you don't see the medicine-wise? Medicine's aspect? a bad word, but like... Supplement-wise. Supplement. I don't, so the I nutrients don't see it. would all be packed into one pill. You take it, you're good, and then you can just go hog I mean, we wild. Kind of, we have it now, kind of. But Supplements go, are here now. But you can't go hog wild. I, I want to be able to take the pill, it has everything you need, and then you just go crazy. And you have six pieces of pizza... You get the Chinese food. Like, you do whatever you want. <laughs> oh, God. I re I just, I hope for the sanctity of this country that that is not happening. Bro, Michael's over here pipe dreaming, so. But why? Why is this such a big deal? Why can't you just, in moderation, like everybody else, like a normal person? A man can dream. <laughs> this is true. <laughs>